This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's fuck this shit. That's like a very feisty hello. Oh, was it? I meant it sound like soothing. Wow. Didn't accomplish that goal. Hello. <laughs> it's like you're like a sexy Ladies. bartender. What's up? How are you? Um. Well, you told me not to move around because I make too much noise. No. And, so now you're like hyper conscious of it, aren't yeah, you? Yeah. I, t- <laughs> I just like moved around a little bit. And I was like, oh my God, I'm making Audrey's job harder. Um, I'm good. I'm really tired. It's really cold in Chicago. It's like... 40 degrees. Damn, must be hard. It was 85 here today. Oh my god, wow. Enjoy your swamp ass. Would it make you feel better if I told you that I walked three quarters of a mile in a thunderstorm? It would absolutely make me feel better. Yeah. Just back on my dumb girl bullshit. Uh... (laughs) You're also like tall. You're gonna get shocked by lightning and then I'm gonna have to do this podcast alone. I've thought about that. Like, if you're tall, are you more... (laughs) Or like, if you're tall and you have braces... (laughs) Okay, for the record, Audrey does not have braces. (laughs) I'm just saying, you're a conductor for lightning. Did you have braces as a child? Oh, baby. I had braces for three years. Me too! From the end of fifth grade to the beginning of eighth grade. I had mine from eighth grade to sophomore year. I look like shit. So picture this. Picture me. Oh, here we go. The sixth grade Audrey just started middle school, right? Center part. Oh, <laughs> that's all I need to say. Center part, um, chin length hair, blonde, obviously. Mm-hmm. Flat as a board, very short. <laughs> just got braces. Oh, hell yeah. Also just got glasses. It's a powerful look. How many friends did you have? One? Probably five. <laughs> wow, weird flux, but okay. I didn't have any friends in middle school. I was too busy playing on Neopets. Yeah, <laughs> we've covered this. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> we've gotten more feedback about your Neopets boyfriend than practically anything like actually hockey related that we've ever talked about on this podcast. How does it make you feel? Well, it makes me feel like this podcast is about our friendship and not actually about <laughs> hockey. I hope my boyfriend from Neopets doesn't listen to this podcast. If I hope he does. We should have him on. I think he would be a Ducks fan because he lives in Orange County. Oh. I know. Gross. Mm. Anyway, so I'm sorry that you're wet. It was my. I did it to myself. I made that dumb choice. Yeah, he just really wanted to get soaking wet in a rainstorm and almost die. Very cool choice he made. We're dying every second of the day, so. Oh my god. What do you, what would you like to talk about? 
Um, I would not like to talk about my boyfriends anymore. I'd like to talk about hockey. How about we talk about our girlfriends first? What have our girlfriends been up to? So, um, actually today we're recording on Thursday night, uh, about 200 professional women's hockey players. I just, sorry, I just, there was a very large CBS receipt just What's underneath, on it? underneath my microphone. Oh, uh, we can get to that later. We can do some ASMR with my CBS receipt. <laughs> sorry. Uh, so like more than 200 professional women's hockey players have come out with a statement today saying that they are planning on sitting out this next season. So 2019, 2020, until they get the resources resources that women's professional hockey um, demands and frankly deserves. deserves. This is coming off the heels right after the Canadians Women's Hockey League uh, folded last month. Mm -hmm. So, you know, after after that happened, the NHL promised to give some support to the WNHL. What they say they were going to like divide up $100,000 between like four teams or something ridiculous like that. Like, thank you so much. So the, the women who are striking are or boycotting the league basically are names that you know, like Hillary Knight's boycotting. I think her and Kendall Coyne Schofield are kind of the li- the leaders, which is, re- I mean, like, it's very, it's exciting because it's big. This is a big step for women's hockey. It definitely is because some of these women are being paid as little as $2,000 a season, which is just shameful for professional athletes. I think Kendall was commuting between LA and Minnesota. That's terrible. To play last year. First of all, no one should have to live in Minnesota. <laughs> that is cruel and unusual punishment to have to play hockey in Minnesota. But yeah, I mean, and she can only do that because her husband is like a former professional football player. We don't know what's going to come out of this. We don't know if the NHL is going to step in. I think like Gary Bettman in the past has said that he doesn't want to get in the way of it being for the players by the players, which I think is kind of an easy way out. He's also said several times that he's like, I don't see a path to profitability for the WNHL, which is, you know. Well, we've covered this. Like, yeah. who cares if it's profitable? The right Whatever. thing to do. <laughs> Money does not matter. Yeah, tell in it to this my universe. large amount of credit card debt that I have. Telling my landlord that money doesn't matter. <laughs> Basically, like, if the NHL steps in and we we see the birth of, like, one league in the future, the timing of this announcement means that we won't see it until possibly 2020, 2021. So we might be seeing, like, some of the most talented professional hockey players forego a season, like, forego a full year of playing, which is really sad. It is really sad because, I mean, there's, like, a lot to love about women's hockey. You know, if you like the parts of the NHL that are about speed and skill, then you fucking love women's hockey. Yeah, you know, 75% of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know, they you have women who are sitting out probably the peak of their, like, athletic careers mm-hmm. just, just trying to, like, get paid what they are owed as professional athletes who have worked and spent money to get to where they are their entire lives. So hopefully this ends up being something productive and um, it just, it sucks. I mean, I hope they get everything they ask for and more. Hillary right. Knight, come on the podcast. I think the fact that, like, the big stars are are involved in it is good. Yeah. Have you been watching playoff hockey this week at all? Uh, You know, I've dabbled. I've dabbled in some. You've been dabbling in some playoff hockey this week? Have you? Yeah. I... So the series that I probably has been the most entertaining for me so far has been Columbus and Boston. 
Wow, that's cool because I have not watched much of that series. Well, you can watch literally after we are done recording because they are okay. playing tonight. <laughs> so from what I've read, it seems like Boston, I'm not Boston, but uh, the Blue Jackets are kind of doing the same thing that they were with the Lightning and that they're just basically, their defense is so good that they're smothering every shot that yes. like, the, the Bruins try to make. Our predictions have come true. Wow. Because we are always right. Um, I think Columbus <laughs> is up 2-1 right now going to tonight's game. And so like, these are just two teams that are all they do is grind. And all they do is like play this like very physical style. And that has resulted in obviously some injuries. I am sure we will see more before the series is over. We should talk about Brad Marchand. Small king. Because you and I are both Brad Marchand apologists. I think we're also like on the not popular side of this. Yeah. So a couple nights ago, Brad Marchand, let's let's just say he was really feeling himself. And <laughs> and, oh, and I should say, so this has been like an extremely frustrating series for him because he is not, I don't think he scored a goal. The Bruins' first line, which is Marchand, Patrice Bergeron, and David Pasternak, has had a really tough go of it the last, like, week or so. I think Pasta and Bergeron are both definitely, like, playing... You can tell that they're playing through injuries right now. Like, Mm -hmm. you can tell that Pasternak, like, should not be on the ice. I don't think he's playing more than uh, 10 minutes a game at most. But they can't not play him. Just sit him jesus christ because you like he's very clearly in pain who else are they gonna play so it's been like a very frustrating like week for all of the boston's top line and so game three marchand <laughs> i mean I, there's no other way to say it other than like he boxed someone on the back he of the bopped head. him he bopped him he bopped i mean like okay like if you watch the video who who would he who did he bop Scott Harrington. Who cares? Uh, so Scott Harrington was kneeling by the goal and Marchand uh, just like pops him in the back of the head. It was not a hard hit. It was very much like watching a two-year-old like have a temper tantrum. Right. He shoved him. And you could tell that like if Harrington had not been on his knees, like if he had been standing and like Marchand had like shoved him in the chest, he, he would not have moved more than right. a couple inches. It was so stupid. It was really stupid. And what makes it worse is that he like kind of gives him this jab punch to the back of the head. And then he just skates. He skates away. There's no (laughs) penalty. But like, obviously, all these other players saw it. So like, that's great. Totally fine refing in this league. Nothing to fix whatsoever. If you haven't seen the video yet, I encourage you to look at the video because it's like, it's like, honestly, really funny. He, like, pops him, and then he just, like, very quickly skates away. Bye! Because he's, like, like, uh, oops. Uh, That was stupid. So he did not, player safety, like, reviewed it, and there was no, like, supplemental discipline or anything. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised that he didn't get suspended. I'm surprised that he didn't at least get fined. I'm not surprised. I think he should have been fined. Yeah. Because you should not be doing anything to anyone else's head. Right. Especially the back of the head. If you want to get rid of head injuries in the league, there needs to be penalties for doing shit like this, even if it's really dumb and it's between the whistles and, like, nobody's getting slammed into the boards. He's such a frustrating player because you and I love him because he's, like, a little rat. Yeah. He's, like, fun. and There is no one better at fulfilling that role. He's also an incredibly like, he's a top, he's an elite player. Like there's no other way to say it. Right. And I think that's I think that's why people hate him so much is because not only is he like a little shithead, but he's also 
very good at what he does. He's he's a very, very good... I mean, he's a 100-point player. Right. And so you can't... He's the, the perfect example of the guy who you say, if he was on my team, I'd love him. But he, since he's on any other team, like, I can't fucking stand the guy. Sure sounds like another player that we know. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. So it's just like, it's it sucks because A, I think he should have been disciplined for it. And B... The worst thing about this is that it's so stupid. Like, it's it's so so stupid. stupid. So they're down two games now. And this was clearly a reaction to he took he took like a really bad high sticking penalty earlier Mm -hmm. in the game. And bam, Matt Duchesne scores on the power play. Right. So this is obviously a reaction to that. But the, the thing that's so annoying is that like, you don't have to do this. You are a incredible player. Mm-hmm. You're not like some ancient defenseman who's 40 years old, <laughs> who gets like three minutes of ice time a night, who's pulling this shit. Please just like at Brent Seabrook. <laughs> you can say his name. I don't think he listens. So I think what this does more than anything is this really shows the grind of playoff hockey. Whenever you're playing the same team. Every other night. Every other night for a week. Mm-hmm. Shit just gets to you, and I'm going to use this to segue into a... Unless you have anything else you think No, I don't. Go for it. I'm using this to segue into the series that I have watched a lot of, which Woo. is Blue, Blue Stars. Woo! You see, yeehaw! Yeehaw! In this series, you see sort of the same thing happening, uh, but with someone a little bit more interesting than an uh, offensive player. You see it happening with Bennington. Oh my god, Yeah. So during game four of uh, Stars Blues, Bennington, who is their goalie that they called up uh, from the AHL this year. He's a nominee for the Calder Trophy. Nominee for the Calder Trophy. Has been on a hot streak like nothing else. He's probably the reason that they're in the playoffs right now. Mm -hmm. He decides to not only like shove Jamie Benn. Always a good idea. Always a good idea. Jamie Benn, who is fucking huge. You don't. It's stupid. He also takes a slash at Ben Bishop on his way back to the the bench. Yeah. First of all, how dare you? Have you ever met Ben Bishop in your life? (laughs) Neither have we. But he is really nice and he's a sweet boy. Yeah, scoring or hitting Ben Bishop is illegal. (laughs) So he basically just earned his team, like Bennington's doing this, earned his team like two two two-minute minors just because he couldn't control himself. You know, I think that just, again, like shows the grind of of just playing playoff hockey every other night for two weeks. The really interesting thing about Jordan Bennington that I learned today is he actually has a long history of getting in fights. Which is he loves very it. rare, very rare for a goalie. Um, I didn't know that about him, but apparently in the AHL or the whatever. OHL or I don't know, whatever rando like garbage <laughs> league he was playing in, he was very well known for like, if he was having a really shitty night and people were scoring on him left and right, he was like, let's fucking go. Um, and you don't usually see that with a goalie. I think usually you see goalies really draw inwards and mm-hmm. like they may, they may grow less and less confident and kind of retreat, but he is the opposite. So that's interesting. I hope that works out well for him. It probably won't. Do you need a Xanax? Are you okay? Yeah, Jordan Bennington get on mood stabilizers. <laughs> and I mean, he lost the game. Like they, that was like a, I want to say it's two five game at the end of it. They I think there were two empty knuckles. Yeah. I love those. Like, I really do love an empty net. Yeah. So, like, you see it getting to him. That's been a really fun, really balanced series. If you're, if you're like, sort of looking for just some fun hockey to watch. If you love a finished teen, the Dallas Stars are for you. Oh, man. He got, he really did get snubbed. We love Miro. Another cancer. I 
The amount of cancers on the Dallas Stars, I think they're the first in the league. Wow. You've got Jamie Benn. You've got Miro. Little King. Radulov is a cancer. What? Uh, Dickinson is a cancer. Oh, Brett Ritchie is a cancer. There's like at least five on the team. Almost all of their top line and their top players are cancers. That's incredible. Also, you know what? Ben Bishop, Scorpio. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a whole lot of Too many water signs. Too many water signs. Sagan's an Aquarius. Yes. Did you read the Ben Bishop profile in uh, The Athletic? I did. It was very sweet. I love him. I didn't know he was American. We love a little Midwestern boy. Is Is Missouri in the Midwest? I don't think so. St. Louis is not a Midwestern city to me. Is it more Southern? Is it it's like it its own a Southern thing. city? It's like, it's like what Ohio is. Like whatever the fuck Ohio is. I think Ohio is the Midwest to me. Is it? To me it is. Okay. Sound off in the comments if you think Ohio is in the Midwest. What's just directions? <laughs> For a really long time, I didn't realize how far east Ohio was. Like I don't know where yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was like above Oklahoma. Thank you to Texas Public Schools for (laughs) my education. Yeah, some of us got A pluses in geography and came in third in their school's geography B. Would you like to say a little louder for the people in the back? (laughs) Do you want to talk about um, our favorite boys? The Absolute Canes. The Absolute Canes. Wow, we are on the bandwagon hard for these. Yeah, well, it is It is because of us that they're Oh, winning. Manny wanted me to post the Bruins boat. Oh, okay. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking boat. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> Where did you find that? It's so I, cursed. I think I was like looking at um the score of the Bruins game. Mm-hmm. Like on Twitter, I was looking up the score of the Bruins game <laughs> like one night and it was like one of the top results. The Bruins boat. <laughs> the Bruins boat. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> the Absolute Canes are up 3-0 and on the Islanders. They're about to sweep. They're about to sweep because we They're said gonna they They're going to do wouldn't. it. If they were going to lose, they were going to have lost game three, in my opinion. They can't lose at home. They just, they truly cannot lose at home no matter what they do. No matter how hard they try. <laughs> <laughs> it's just incredible seeing what they're doing because they, this is like a banked up team. Islanders fans are mad, nude, and red online. More As than any usual. other fan base I've ever seen this week because they are convinced <laughs> that the Canes are bad. They're still, they're like six months back behind everybody else out there. They don't have Wi-Fi on the fucking island or whatever. <laughs> and they're still convinced that the Canes are bad. They're down three games. Like, what? how do you like convince yourself? Like, what's in the water in Long Island other than like not enough fluoride? <laughs> I don't understand how you like look at that record and say like, actually, it's us that's fine. You know why they're so mad, too? They're so mad because of Curtis McElhaney. They're so mad because he's so old. He's the oldest man in the world. He's dead. He's literally dead. He's come back to life. He's like, um, oh, my God, the hot guy from Game of Thrones, the eyepatch guy. Barrick, uh, Barrick Dundarian. Okay, wow, sick ref. Yeah, Thank you. Uh, Curtis McElhaney was, as our one of our friends on Twitter said, uh, <laughs> he was born before Adam and Eve. <laughs> the NHL is addicted to talking about how old he is. The man is 35. He's 35. Marc-Andre Fleury is like 34. And like, Zidane Char is 38. 
Yeah. And Patrick Marlowe is 65. He's a reanimated corpse, and you don't hear them talking about him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so Peter Morazic has been out uh, for two games now because he... I think pulled he something groin. in his groin? <laughs> I, have you ever pulled anything in your groin, by the way? No, I thought that was kind of a thing that only guys could do. No, well, I, I danced. I don't know if you knew this about me, but I danced. Okay, so did I, but I managed to not pull anything in my crotch. Okay, well, it is the most painful injury I've ever felt. Because you don't realize how much you, you use your groin for <laughs> until it's until you've strained your groin. <laughs> <laughs> Just say groin again. Groin. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, man. So they're battling a lot of injuries, but our little boy, our little boy, Smitch, is back on contact duty. We're so happy that he's back. He's 14 years old. He's never done anything wrong in his life. His brain not attached to the stem anymore. That's fine. (laughs) That got knocked off. (laughs) Oh, I also, I have a new favorite Isles player. Uh Uh-oh. Who is it? His name is Brock Nelson. Just an unreal hockey name. That's so good. It sounds like something from Pokemon. This also made me think that, like, I've never met anybody in real life named Brock. I've met lots of people named Brock. Really? I think it's like a Canadian slash like Minnesotan name, but I know I a lot of Brock's. I guess you're right. I kind of like it. Like I kind of like Brock the name. Brock from Minnesota. Yeah. I don't mind it. Like I don't really have an opinion on it. I just, it made me realize that I've never met anybody in my life named Brock. Brock McGinn is like a, oh, such a good name. It's such a good name. Maybe when we go to Vancouver, I, my goal is to meet one man named Brock. You're just going to like go up to every like white man. Hello, is your name Brock? 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 <laughs> just screaming in a crowded place and see who turns around. Yeah. Well, Brock Nelson is not going to win any games for you. Brock so. Nelson um, is my favorite player because he trolled Curtis so hard last night. Oh, he like patted him on the head. Yeah, right? he like scored the Isles only goal or whatever. And immediately afterwards, he was like in so close on the goal, he scores. And then he just pats Curtis on the head as he skates by. I was like, that's honestly a solid own. If I was Curtis, I would have smacked him like in the balls. I can't stand being condescended to. They asked Curtis what he thought. And he was like, I, I didn't even really know what to think but then i was like frustrated because obviously like i shouldn't have let that goal in he was right to do it also today is the day that i learned that uh the hurricane's mascot is a pig not a fucked up dog like you thought yes whenever we were in raleigh i was like looking at looking at him and i said i'm like that's a fucked up looking dog and you just didn't say anything you just i think you thought that i think you didn't say that out loud i think you just thought it my thing is christina stormy has hooves well, I'm not looking at his feet because I'm not a pervert like you. <laughs> he has hooves and they're always in the air because it's a mascot. Are they like pink hooves? No, they're brown, I think, like pig hooves are. I probably thought they were just his hands. I don't know. Texas public school education. <laughs> I know. Well, I didn't get sex ed. Did you? Yeah, of course I got sex ed. We just didn't have it. They didn't tell us like it'll you'll like go to hell if you have sex. You just dead ass didn't have it. Yeah. Also, did not learn evolution. I had Pretty it cool. only in freshman and sophomore year because that's when we had to take gym. And one quarter of the school year was dedicated to health. And we had to... It was mostly looking at slides of STDs. Mm. And then also watching um, The Miracle of Birth or whatever that is. During which I said, Coach Shapiro. Coach Shapiro was the football coach who also taught me health and gym for two years. I have to go 
uh, not be here anymore because I don't want to watch this. <laughs> Can I please leave? And he said, yes. <laughs> so I missed that part completely. Yeah, I guess you'll never know where babies come from. Nope, still a mystery to me. You know, it's not a mystery to me. Oh, God. These segues are getting just absurd. Go for it. I'm ready. Uh, well, you know, you, you like knocked me off my groove, but what's not a mystery to me is why I hate the sharks so much. Fuck the sharks. Fuck them sideways, Fuck upside the down. sharks. I hate them. They suck so bad and they're beating, they're beating your sons, your yeah. dirty boys. Again, I have not watched a single fucking game of this series. They're only down 2-1. They're only, they can bring it back. I fully believe. They can bring it back, but, like, we would never know because they only play at, like, midnight. Midnight. (laughs) I have nothing to say about this series because, A, I also haven't watched any of it because I've been um, trying to uh, prioritize my sleep or whatever the fuck. But also, people are talking about, like, oh, it's because the Sharks have such a great defense. It's because the Sharks have such a great defense. And I'm like, of fucking course they have a great defense. They have to because their goalie sucks. Like, that's what you have to do. Oh, my God. I mean, like, it's very obvious what's going on. Eric Carlson is playing the game, just the game of his life, because he's trying to make sure that he could either stay He with makes the a sharks. lot of money next year regardless is what he's trying yeah. to do. He's trying to secure the bag, which I respect. Yeah, I hope he gets those checks. But the real secret behind their success is a little boy named Logan Couture, who is just, like, fucking lighting it up. And yeah. the abs don't we have an him. answer. The abs don't have an answer for that. It sucks. The game that they played against the Flames in the first round is not working. And because they overpowered the Flames so quickly and so easily, I think they thought that that same strategy would work. And it's just not. Um, So they need to make some changes. I don't have any suggestions for them because, again, I haven't really watched the games because they play so fucking late. Do you want to take some calls? Yeah. Hi, bunnies. Uh, This is Mitch. I'm calling from work because I hate work. Um... I I also hate um uh the way that uh the officials are doing the playoffs. Um I really uh can't stand how they call a completely different rule book. Um yeah, completely different rule book between the regular season and the playoffs. Uh you know, stuff that they call stuff that really should be called in like the third period or in overtime uh in the play in the playoffs never gets called. Uh, it really should get called. Um, that's just my opinion. I agree, Mitch. I don't like it either. It sucks because I just don't agree with the ethos that, like, let them play. That's how people get hurt. It sucks because I feel like every single night another incident like this just ends up dominating the conversation. And we're not talking about, like, the actual game. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just like you just talk yourself in circles because nothing's going to change. And it's very weird that the culture is like this, that it's just like kind of acceptable that when the postseason starts, we throw out all the rules they that we know because, oh, they don't actually matter that much. Yeah, they do. And like we've seen how officiating, either bad officiating or no officiating, can like turn the tide of games. And, yeah. you know, it's just. I, I don't like seeing games won or lost mm-hmm. based on calls that were made or not made. Yeah, it's completely fucked up. I, like, the only good part of this, I think, this season is that it's been very evenly distributed. So at yeah. least, you know, one team or one division can't complain that, oh, the league is rigged against us. <laughs> They're bad for everybody. <laughs> Equal parity of badness. <laughs> That's what socialism is. 
it's so inconsistent that the mm-hmm. players don't know what to expect night to night. Yeah, like you can pop someone in the back of the head and see see no penalty. Or you can like look at someone the wrong way and get like a five minute major. Right. Or I think like last night, David Perron cross checked Ben Bishop in the back. It's illegal to do that. A felony. It's a federal crime to do that. So I don't know. I mean, like, there's really no logic here that I understand. You know, it's like, let the boys play, blah, blah, blah. But if you're letting people get away with more so that it doesn't, and your argument is that, like, we don't want our calls to impact the outcome, then That's things are just going to spiral. Yeah. Then, like, you're impacting, you're impacting the outcome because people, players know that this is the atmosphere in the playoffs and they know that they can push the envelope. And so you're just going to get, like, more and more bad consequences as the playoffs go on or, like, further down the line because it just, like, escalates. It sucks. Thank you, Mitch Marner. Thank you, Mitch Marner, for calling in. I'm so sorry. I understand why you're frustrated. Go Leaves. Your sleeve looks great and you're getting handsome. You're getting handsome. Congrats. We're really proud of you. Um, Speaking of tattoos, we got a text this week and it says, would you ever get a hockey tattoo? So I said to Audrey in our GM that if the Hurricanes win the the Stanley Stanley Cup, Cup, then I would get... Give me fuel, give me fire, give me Nino, uh, Nita Ryder tattooed on me. I was very much joking when I said that. I think you should still be joking. I think I'm still, I think I'm also still joking. Okay. So no, I would not, I would not get a hockey tattoo. I would get pretty much anything tattooed on me if it looked nice and I wasn't paying for it. Would you get my name on you? Yeah. If it, if it looked nice and I wasn't paying for it. When we're in Vancouver, let's get each other's names tattooed to each other. That would be so weird. That'd be like. I feel like multiple hockey players have this, but you know how they have their engagement rings like tattooed on them or whatever? Like they have a yeah, a TJ spouse has it. tattoos or whatever on their ring fingers. We could do that. That would be so cute. No, I have really short fat fingers and I, I would not like a tattoo on them, please. Ooh, we should talk about Carrie Price's new half sleeve. <sighs> Carrie oh, Price, make it a, make baby. It, a sleeve. it looks really good. It looks good as fuck if you have not seen it check out his instagram it's a big ass bear it's actually several <laughs> bears there's no other way to say it other than that it is, it is a big ass bear um it looks nice for like hockey player tattoos it looks very classy do you have any favorite player like any favorite player tattoos in the league uh yes everything that's on austin matthews he actually has like you were good gonna tattoos. say that i like this is very obscure very obscure player but colin okay. wilson on the abs handsome very handsome blonde man has some extremely like hippie kind of like stick and poke. Yeah, like kind of stick and poke or like um fine line tattoos. They're oh, wow. they're really really like tasteful and really nice. You know who I'd be really upset if he ever got a tattoo? Who? Elias Patterson. I would be like very upset if he got. What a if tattoo. he's hiding like a huge rib cage tattoo? I mean, he's a Scorpio, so I wouldn't be surprised. He and Brock are probably going to get matching once the lake house this summer. Oh my god, please <laughs> can I come? Does Brock have tattoos? I actually have no idea. I don't think he does. Can somebody please tell us? If you've seen Brock naked, please, number one, tell me everything. <laughs> number two, tell me if he has tattoos. Thank you so much. Would you get a hockey tattoo? Well, like a hockey player style tattoo? What would that even look like? I don't know. I, I usually think of like... A tribal. The, yeah, like the, the Brent Burns of the world or the Austin so Matthews of the world where they have like, or the, the Tyler Sagan's of the world where they have kind of, it's all like kind of hyper realistic or like traditional flowers. 
flowers and roses and their mother's names and like birthdays. Uh, no, I would not. Is the Tyler's answer. are really bad. I don't like his at all. Yeah. Well, he also has the, or I forget if it's him or Brad Marchand has the misspelled Stanley Cup champions ribcage tattoo. It's uh, it's Tyler. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you, Tyler. We got um one more text this week. Not sure who was responsible for the post-pod song, but every single one of them absolutely slaps. I hope I said that right. I'm an older millennial. You did say it yeah, right. Yeah, great job. Anyway, number one, is there a method to which the song is chosen? And number two, what is the ultimate hockey pump-up song that is guaranteed to will my beer league team to victory next game? Uh, Audrey and I are both really sad. <laughs> if that doesn't come across... <laughs> <laughs> so we have quite kind of the same taste. I say pretty, pretty similar taste of music. Yeah. So we basically just I like I'll send Audrey a song. We we take turns on who gets. Yeah. To pick a song. I think right now like on the playlist, which is on Spotify, I will link it. But I think the majority of them right now are are mine because just I started adding them before I asked for your input. <laughs> you didn't even ask. I was, I was like Audrey. Like, I would like to pick the song. In terms of method to how they how we choose songs, I don't know. I like to choose like newer music most of the time, mm-hmm. and usually by like sometimes we'll do artists that are not extremely popular. Yeah, because they're less likely to give to us a take sue down us. notice. Also, because we are very cool hip girls who only listen to indie music. What's the ultimate hockey pump up song? Country Grammar by Nelly. Next question. This has been just a lovely episode, a lovely little capsule playoff episode for you. I kind of like doing the little episodes. Yeah, the little baby episodes. They're baby episodes, but I'm baby episodes because we record for roughly like eight minutes shorter than we usually record. It's because we love hanging out with each other. Yeah, that's true. We will be back probably on Monday or Tuesday, wrapping up around two. I just want to say thank you to everyone who has rated us on iTunes. We have 50 ratings or reviews on iTunes. Like, that's really... We actually have 60. That's a fact check. We have 60! Live fact check. Oh, wow. Wow, thank you. Pants on fire over here. Let's get to 70. Let's get to 700 reviews. (laughs) I mean, like, I I can't thank you guys enough for that. Because that really, really helps It really does. If you want to call in with uh, suggestions or questions for next week's episode, hit us a text at 774-318-6952. You can follow us on Twitter at at PuckBunnies underscore pod and at Instagram uh, at PuckBunnies pod no underscore because Audrey's never going to change it. (laughs) Send us some money at patreon.com slash PuckBunnies. Real quick before we go, we just wanted to say that this week... Uh, we lost somebody that Christina and I both really respected and really admired, and that's Jason Botchford of The Athletic. He passed away very unexpectedly this week. He was a beat writer for the Canucks for many, many years. And as you guys know, Christina and I very much got into the Canucks this year <laughs> uh, in a way that we did not really expect to. And um, a lot of that is because of Jason's work and I I was I think telling you like a couple of days ago when we heard about this I remember messaging you probably in September or October like before we even had Justin on the show I remember messaging you and being like oh my god someone at The Athletic is writing this thing called The Athletes and it is the (laughs) fucking funniest thing I've ever read it's so brilliant it's so good 
Yeah, so I and I mean like A we're dumb and B we're American. So we had no <laughs> concept of like how long his his sports writing career has gone on and like how long he's been writing about the Canucks and kind of working in this in this world, but we feel really lucky that we had a chance to like read his work. And we know how much he means to a lot of people that we're friends with. From everything I've heard, he was an amazing mentor for lots of like many young men and women. So uh, our thoughts are with his family. And, you know, I'm just really glad to have been able to read his stuff while he was with us. It's hard to see your friends grieve, I think. And um, I think we're both pretty sad that we never got to meet him. And... Anyway, if you have any stories of his that you think that we should particularly read from like way back when, like pre The Athletic, we would oh, be we would love to read some of his older stuff. And yeah, so we'll see you guys next week. Love you. I'm Audrey. I'm Christina, and I don't love you. Just kidding, I do. Ooh, wow, ice Fake cold out. dagger to Woo! heart. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. You are-